Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Slag Guy podcast with me, the host of the Slag Guy podcast, Dave Elliott. How are we doing, people? I hope we're feeling good. I hope we're feeling fresh, healthy, excited, ready for another week of the same stuff, I guess. I could be wrong. Hey, there could be some positive changes coming. Or it could just be more law. Who knows? I'm not a politics guy, you know. Albeit, I will talk about something later that will will maybe, you know, be slightly conflicting to that statement. But hey, who cares? Before we start, two things I need to address before I get in to the to to the the body of the podcast. First things first. For those of you watching the podcast on YouTube. By the way, if you haven't actually already subscribed to my YouTube channel, absolutely do that. Just find Sly Guy Podcast and then find, I don't know what my name, it's probably just Dave Elliott, I guess. And then just subscribe. Just do that because I want you to see my face and watch the video content more. Now now you've done that. Now you've smashed. I mean, now you've, now you've like, weird sense, smash that. Like, weird adjectives to use. Like, all these YouTubers, like, oh, smash that subscribe button, like it. Why don't you just use a different, like, what smash also means fuck. So why don't you be like, guys, get over to YouTube and fuck that subscribe button. Just fucking buck it into the fucking next week. Ride the fucking backs off that subscribe button and follow my channel. Because you're going to be able to look at me and you're going to be able to see that I am a liar. Why am I a liar? Because I'm in my fucking dining room and not the studio. I promised to be in the studio this week and I'm still in my dining room. Now I've said that. I've been made a liar. It's not my own fault. I do not say here in front of you guys, in front of the thousands and thousands of listeners, the watchers on YouTube. I don't say that it's my fault. The blame is solely at the, I was going to say the feet, is it? At the, the, the scales. Feed or scales, depending on what way you envision a snake rat. But it's Ben's fault, producer Ben's fault. It's his fault. I am big enough, I'm man enough to take the blame. But it's not my fault, it's his fault. He said no. Last week he was like, you know what? I'll see how it goes. I might be able to do it. And then got to the day before I record the podcast. I was like, yeah, all good for tomorrow. He's like, no, I don't want to do it. No, that's fine. I respect that. I understand you know, sometimes people got to do what people got to do, but at the same time, my studio is the largest loft space in Hollywood. He could sit 77 metres away from me and film masked up in a suit, but he's chosen not to do that because he'd rather stay in his house with his family after he's worked for a long day. Oh, boo-hoo. But anyway, in a few weeks... We'll be back in the studio. So in the meantime, we're still here in my dining room where I look like I am a flat earth conspiracy theorist because I have a map that's old behind me and people have been like, is that a flat earth map? No dickheads, it's just a map. Duh. I'm not a conspiracy guy. I don't believe in any conspiracies. I think people have too much time in their hands and are always too high to come up with conspiracies. Other than probably JFK, there's no way that guy shot him from where they said they shot him with a rickety and then he got, you know, that's the setup. But apart from that, I'm not a conspiracy guy. But what I wanted to say is, yeah, first of all, sorry. You have to look at my sweet puss here in my dining room one more time. You know, you got to look at that puss in my dining room rather than my puss in the studio. You know, that's that's what you gotta do for another few weeks. And if you are watching on YouTube, if you have fucked that button, if you've 
read that button and you subscribe to my channel, you're looking and probably going, Dave, what is going on with your beard? Why is it like two-toned? What, what are you doing? And I will say to you, I'm trying to fill out my cheeks. You know, which, by the way, sounds like some sort of real sexy move you do in the bedroom. I just go fill those cheeks. You know, no, I'm trying to fill out my cheeks because I have decided to grow my beard a bit bushier here during this lockdown period. I've decided to, you know, look a little bit more rugged. My hair is looking full again. It's looking sweet. It's shiny. It's glossy. It's, I'm not going to bend down because I'm very bald. But it's looking from the front. You know, it's, it's like a studio lot in... LA, you know, the front looks like a full house, but you know, actually there's no insides to that house, it's just a show house, and that's what my hair is like, but I'm trying to fill my beard out, because I feel like my beard was a little bit like I was some kind of, you know, like a, like a gay magician, you know, it was a very uh, unique look I had, and now I just have... You know, I want to. I want to look more like I'm a man of the forest. I want to look like a man of the woods. I want to look like I chop wood down. I want to look like I live in a house that's made of wood. I just want to look like my hands are in and around and or touching wood, and I feel that that'll be done with a fuller beard. Now there could be something in the works that may need me to shave my, the, the fill-in bits because I might be doing something where my mush is on the box. And I don't want to look weird and people be like, why is this guy, why is this guy who no one's ever seen before with this two-tone beard, what's going on? I'll be like, hey, it is what it is. I'm trying to, you know, get off my back, all right? I look stupid. I'm embarrassed I'm not in my studio. I'm wearing pyjamas, yes, but oh my God, look at my shoulders. If you're watching YouTube, you'll be like, yes, Dave has been working out. He is a bit thinner, he's sexier. And look at the separation between his trapezius and his deltoids. Goodness gracious me. Is it Big Davey? Or is it DTRJ? Who's DTRJ here? Mm, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? No, it's Davey, but it could be The Rock, because look at this. Shock, rock. Shock, rock. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah, fucking stew, brother. Welcome to winter time in Belfast. Even though I'm a banker. I nearly said Northern Ireland, but we're in such a weird country that people might get offended by that. Uh, don't care. I'm here. I'm grumpy. The content you're getting is going to be great, but I, myself, am annoyed. I want to be in my studio. I'm being kept like a prisoner. I'm being kept locked in a villa prison like I am Prince S. Latifa, Not Queen Latifah, because it's an entirely different uh, kettle of fish altogether. I'm just Princess Latifa of the Dubai royal family being fucking stuck in this mansion. Bollocks. Great story, by the way. I'd love to get the bottom of that. Basically, look, here, here's a summary from what I've heard. I haven't really looked into it. Long story short, Princess Latifah was like, ah, fuck this, I don't want to be a part of this royal family. I'm escaping. Did what any sort of Dubai royal family member would do, just hijack a yacht and try to make their way to India. Then they got there and the, the prince was like, I know you're going. And just kidnapped her and kept her inside. So then, like, the UN and stuff were like, Dude, can you just prove that Princess Latifah's alive? You haven't killed her? And he's like, yeah, I could do, but I don't know if I will or not. So people now are like, oh no, has he killed his own daughter? Because she's tried to, maybe. You know, maybe he has. Maybe he's abandoned. You know, maybe she's fine. Maybe she isn't in the villa prison. Who knows? I mean, but that's a harsh dad. And I mean, as, some, as a dad myself, of, of, of disobedient daughters... You know, I, may, I relate to it a bit. Maybe he's gone a bit extreme. Maybe. But hey, you know that it is 
it is what it is. Would I potentially keep my daughter's prisoners? Depends on their behaviour. One's three, one's five months. Could potentially get that. My five months daughter, yeah, could potentially, you know, keep her in prison, an actual prison. I could put her in a borstal right now because I got like five hours sleep all weekend. She wouldn't fuck up. But I give her the benefit of the doubt, you know. And I think also while I'm talking about dads who are getting, you know, who, who people are getting on and getting at, I just want to stand up and say, hey, guys, leave Britney's dad alone. The guy is just looking after his daughter's money, you know. As a father myself who looks after his daughter's money, I don't see the problem, you know. Have I watched the Britney documentary? No. If I watch it, might my opinion be different? Maybe. But as I see it, listen, I'm a guy, look after my daughter's finances. Doesn't matter that they're just little children and she's a full, I don't know, same thing. Who cares, you know? But that's where we're at. And it's been, you know what, overall, a fun-ish week. It's been fun-ish, it's been more positive, there's been a change in the weather, I've been able to get outside in the sun, my face is so dry because I went for a walk and I didn't put any sun cream on, so my skin is flaking, I look like I've got leprosy. Which by the way, major respect to all the doctors out there and the chemists who have just, you know, wiped leprosy out. You know, we don't really see any cases of leprosy anymore. You know, like back in the day, it was just everyone getting leprosy, whereas now people just don't have leprosy. It's sweet. And I just thought leprosy meant your skin just fell off. But then whenever I decided to go like, do people still have leprosy anymore? And Googled it, I found out what leprosy actually was. And it just is actually probably less of a, you know, probably less of an ailment and more of a superpower because it means you can't feel pain. So like people just be sitting with their hand on a stove, just, you know, melting away their skin. And it's like, sweet, I got leprosy, don't worry about it. Like, leprosy man would be the Avenger we, we all want to see. You know, people would be like, oh, gross, look at leprosy man. Why is half his face falling off? It's like, oh, leprosy man didn't realise he can't feel pain. So he had a bit of an itchy face and the only thing he could find was a butcher's knife. So he's oh, fuck. What do you like, leprosy man? And then why has he got no fingers? Oh, the thing about that was he was like trying to unclog one of those wee food processor blender things and, and it was on and leprosy man didn't realise because he's also just happens to be deaf as well as having leprosy because he couldn't hear the thing going around. He's like, oh, what's this? Oh, bollocks, there's my hands a puree. Fuck's sake. So, you know, that 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 is... A, a, a funny I mean, why am I talking about leprosy where did I go and I don't know this is sometimes what happens I talk about having a good week the sun my skin falling off there we are we're back so the weather was nice it was good I was feeling good I was having a nice time went for a lot of walks mentally I must say the sun has helped a lot getting outside getting some fresh sea air I need to say fresh semen into me, but I mean listen each to their own. Um, but I feel good being down by the sea, getting a walk out. I feel like um, for this month of March, I'm going to try to... I, I'm trying to think of what the phrase could be because I want to be, you know... I, I mean, walking every day is what I want. I want to exercise and walk every day in March to some extent. That's considered a workout. So if it's just walking, it could be March in March, which actually sounds... <laughs> I like either A, it's, you know, something orange men do to get themselves fit in time for the 12th, or it's a character in an Irish language book called Marching March. 
you know. I mean, marching March uh, would be quite a quite. In fact, he's ultimate, the ultimate, you know, crossover artist. He could be like myself, a mixed marriage guy, marching March. He could just be, you know, have a Protestant dad, a Catholic mom. She's like, hey, we're we're the March family. We love the March. And he's like, oh, but also my wife's full Catholic. And he's like, ah, oh, like what do you mean by full Catholic? It's like, like as in she just is a Catholic. Is that what you mean? By full? Well, yeah, technically, but also she loves. The Irish culture, so she wants an Irish first name. So she's going for Marchine because um after her favourite singer, Marchine McCutcheon, and that's why and then it's like, all right, okay, so it's Marching March, you know, that's what we're looking for. So you could maybe have Leprosy Man and Marching March combining to just be characters in the next Avenger film, which by the way, I might I might, I might write a pitch for that and be like, Listen, Marvel, can I write for you? See what they say. So I was out there enjoying the sun, enjoying the fresh sea air, enjoying the walks, and I feel better for it. It's nice getting out of the house. I think that was part of my problem. I spoke a couple of weeks ago about feeling a bit down in the dumps. And I think it's um, fair to feel like that during lockdown. I think that just adds to the monotony and the misery and the blah. And then with the weekend past there, the baby didn't sleep, the fucking chill was up all night. And I was busted, but then the sun comes out and automatically I feel better, you know. Again, as you know, I'm a little bit of an enigma. I do things slightly different. So they say over here, you know, sun's out, tops off, tops off, tops off. You know, just say, just say the sun is out, tops off. You know, there's no problem saying that, tops off. But me being slightly different, I don't want to just follow the trend. I'm not a sheep. I'm sun out, trousers down, you know, I just get the sun out and I just get my trousers off and my pants down and I just let my wee willyard out and just let it free and I'm just walking along, doing everything as normal, you know, just walking past people and going, you know, if you see them along the coastal path of North Down, you just go morning, 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 morning and a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, because I've a walt out, but listen, each, I'm trying to start a new, a new craze, like who... Hoops, you need to be a trendsetter, you need to start new things because everybody does things that had to have happened for the first time, like kissing, you know, who decided that's how you would like greet people, like in, in France, who decided that would be a thing, you know, shaking hands, who decided that's a thing, like why not just shake shake dicks, you know, why not just reach out and just grab someone's dick and go boop boop, you know, why not do that, why not put your finger in your mouth get your middle finger really wet and then put it in someone's belly button you know why is that not a greeting you know why not you know like put your finger up someone's nose and eat their book like what you know what makes greetings greetings who knows so i'm trying to start this new trend of just tan i'm a bum i'm, I'm a willy you know just let people do it and i mean it's natural at the end of the day you know so i encourage people to do my new my new style so walking's been good i've been able to get back into the garden operation preparation it's beginning now operation preparation sounds like something the nazis would have done and it would have not ended well for people who were not like brock lesnar but operation preparation is what i call get my garden ready for a new dog i'm getting a new dog in a few weeks and i need to basically make a dog proof i need to put all the wiring up so that we fuck can't get out because my old dog mr charlie the chinese meister r.i.p he um just escaped all the time albeit he was a little shih tzu whereas this new um dog i'm getting is an actual wild wolf so it's going to be really really big um <clears throat> so I, I won't need to do as much in the way of 
of chicken wiring and prepping, but I've been out there cutting the grass, the first cut of the year, much better. You know, as normally the case has been the last previous years, the first cut is the deepest, as Rod Stewart said. I would have given you all of my heart, but there's someone who's torn it apart, and it's taken just all that I got. That's the bad Rod Stewart, but I mean the original singer of that song, Cat Stevens, I can do him really well. I mean, I shouldn't do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I would have given you all of my heart, but there's someone that's torn it apart. Nice, isn't it? Um, So yeah, I'm in there. The first cut is the deepest, because it's like a jungle out there. And I've cut that back. Turns out there's some plants in my garden, which are poisonous. Again, I inherited a very sexy garden from like two fucking old fucks that were in the garden. And I know a fucking clue. All I know is it looks nice. It's like, yeah, I look out and go, it's the Garden of Eden. I got myself all set. I got my clothes off, just tan my bomb. It's so great. But now it's like, what are these plants? The dog's going to eat it. They're going to die. I had this fucking alien plant that when I cut it, it bled blue. You know, it is north down. Most things you cut here does bleed blue because that's how the upper crust way of things. But it was good. Got it ready. Cut the garden. Cut. Got the girlies into the garden. Let them just run about, have a bit of fun, playing on their slides. Just having a nice time. It was just a really good few days in the garden and I think it sort of perked everyone's mood up a bit and I think people are feeling a bit more positive probably the downside of that was that I thought you know stupidly enough that you know maybe just maybe you would go back in the studio game then Ben fucked me I'll not forget Ben I'm coming for you but um yeah it was a nice time and I was able to as well teach Holly my three-year-old an important life lesson while we were out in the garden we noticed um a bumblebee just uh, lying on the ground. Now, the bumblebee looked quite poorly. You know, the bumblebee wasn't doing a lot of movement. It was a big old bumblebee. It wasn't just a regular bumblebee. I thought it was the queen bee. You know, I thought it was the Beyonce of bees. I thought, listen, this motherfucker looks after the hive. we got to try to save them. So I said to Holly, look, there is a bumblebee, a queen bee, the boss of the hive. It needs saved. Do you know anything about recovering bumblebees and she was like no I don't even know why you're asking me that dad it's kind of you know she doesn't even have that vocabulary but she was like no daddy I went right what'd you do bumblebees you know what they love and she went honey and I was like obviously not you fucking weirdo because it comes out their ass it's like us eating our own shit and I know only some people do that but I said no it's sugar and water like that weird alien guy out of melon black sugar water him that's what they love so I went in the house made a wee cocktail, a wee sugar water cocktail for the bumblebee and went out and said, right, what you do, you put a little bit of the sugar and water on a plate and then you lift the bumblebee, so I lifted the bumblebee and put the bumblebee on it and said, listen, we'll leave him there, leave her there, sorry, Jesus, got to be careful, sorry, you're going to say the queen bee's the man now, the most important fucking bee in the whole hive's the man, is that what you're saying, because it's a fuck, is that what you're trying to say, sex is fucking bastard, like, no, just a slip of the tongue, all right, get on them. So, I said, listen, we'll leave that there. We'll go inside and we'll come out later. And then hopefully the bee will have flown away back to its hive. It'll be well. Everything will be fine. We did went then for a little drive down to Donagadee to show my daughter the lighthouse because she likes lighthouses. And listen, I'm a good parent that doesn't want to spend money. So I said, look, we'll go. We'll look at the lighthouse. Can I get an ice cream? No, because that costs money. 
And then we came back, went out the back and was like, to see the bee. And there the bee was dead. On the plate, drowned in sugar water. And rather than be like, oh no, it's died. I said to my daughter, I, said, I sat her down on my knee and I said, listen. Let that be a lesson to you. If you indulge too much in life, you will die. And then I lifted up the bumblebee and just crushed it in my hands. And I was like, make sure you give it a respectful burial because that's important. And that was an important life lesson. Because I said, listen, no matter how hard you try, sometimes, you, you know, you're just, gonna, you're just gonna die eventually. So get over it, you know, move on, on to the next. And that's it. And that was my mantra that I taught my three-year-old. It's like, listen, things die. It's it, get over it. So whenever like grandparents die, she'll be ready. You know, she'll she'll know the drill. She'll feel good about it. She'll be like, I get you, daddy. You taught me. You're a great man. I'll be like, listen, I know. I am what I am. I'm a great guy. You know? And speaking of great guys, by the way, um, Joe Biden's killing it as president. You know, he's, he's, he's killing it. Now, I just want to say, did I make a prediction a few months ago on this podcast? Maybe I did. Maybe we'll we'll play that clip right now for you to enjoy. Biden, the old guy, wants to get in and just rat a tat tat in the Middle East. And there you have it. Nostra Davimus. Nostra Davimus called it again. I have a habit of speaking the truth and predicting things. You know, I've made a few predictions on this podcast. Most likely they came through. Conor McGregor calls himself Mystic Mac. I just call myself Nostradamus. Now I said it, you know, Biden, just he just wants to get back in that Middle East. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Drone attacks. Do you hear that? No, because it's a drone. Oh, do you, do you hear that one? Nah. Death from the sky. The silent death from above. Boom. Not very nice. You know, that's the thing. Is like, listen. As awful as the terrorists are, as awful as the ISIS are of the world, as horrific and as brutal and as inhumane as they are, you can see why they don't like America. You know, you can kind of be like, listen, why did you attack that person that's just killing everybody in your family and your town? Well, because they're killing everyone in my family. That doesn't matter. Don't do it, but they're at it again. That's sly. You know, it, it is sly. They've done that. It is what it is. And that's fine. I'm not a big politics guy. I just think, guys, come on. And the worst thing about it is, is more, it's the celebrities that annoy me. I don't mind because politicians have been fuckers for years, haven't they? They've been, they have their own agenda. It's all about do big business, making the cash, you know, stealing the oil, doing whatever. Who cares about people less off, whatever. But it's celebrities. Thinking back to that inauguration when Katy Perry's just standing there right beside the, the Washington Memorial. You're a firework. Baby, it's a drone attack. You know, it's like, what? Like, you're standing there all white like an angel saying how wonderful it is the new regime when they're all crooked as each other. And then a few months later, work me so good as say twat, twat, twat. Uh, I need a glass of water. You know, that's just the way it is. And I just think people need to be like, listen, be a singer, be a comedian, be an actor. Don't be a politician. Don't get involved in that. Just have your views by all means, but don't be one of these preachy virtue signaling. I'm saying it because people want to hear it. Oh, Joe Biden's better. Yeah, Trump was a fucking ignorant twat that shouldn't have been president and an idiot. 
But who cares? He's gone. You know what I mean? Don't be like saying someone else is going to be like an angel because they're not. You don't become the president of the United States and be considered a sound guy. You know, even Barack Obama. All rat-a-tat-tat, just taking out that Middle East and slide it there. So, so you know, as much as that is um, not, a, not an ideal scenario, I'll take the fact that I called it. I'll pat myself on the back and I'll go, hey, listen, a lot of political commentators out there and this guy, who's an idiot, called it... Uh, but yeah, I just I just can't have celebrities like you know condescending people, telling you what to do, saying what's right and what's wrong. Fuck off, you know, Kitty Perry. Just go with that guy that you're married to from the Lord of the Rings, and just go and get on this, go and get a surfboard, and let him paddle with his cock out because it's an impressive cock. Why did why did that ever happen? Why were they paddle boarding with him as well about? don't know but it was a good time go and do that get away from from the lincoln memorial get away from the washington memorial just get away from politics and lady gaga everyone's up north oh my god hope her dogs get back hope she gets her dogs back i'll give you half a million if you get my dogs back the fuck with pervy dog walker shot four times in chest sly that's the problem. People are like, oh Jesus, I hope I hope Lady Gaga gets her dogs back. But hey, what about the guy walking her dogs? He got shot four times. He stole dogs. They're not like, um, see, all right, nah. You know, he's been shot four times. Not ideal. But as long as Lady Gaga got her wee pugs back, that's all that matters. To be fair, I want my wee pugs back too, the comedy club. But hey, I know that's not going to happen. And hopefully, when I'm there gigging again, I'll not get shot because it wouldn't be nice. You know, it would be a problem. And speaking of problems, there's a problem that's not that big a problem because hey, there's there's there is seemingly gonna be some good news in and of the fact that I think as I record this, there's gonna be an exit strategy plan for coming out of restrictions and stuff. And that would mean you can get tickets to my Ulster Hall show in December. This year, December 17th, tickets are still available, but they are moving very nicely. So listen, if you've got on board, you've got on the YouTube, you fuck the subscribe button, take your genitals, whether it be your man cock or your female vagine, and start riding the Ulster Hall website and buy tickets to my show. I mean, don't tell them my sentiments. And like, if they're like, why, why are you fucking a monitor? Like in the Ulster Hall, be like, oh, Dave told me to ride the computer. To get it, I'll just deny it. I'll say it's fake news because I mean you can do that now. But yeah, tickets are available and they're it's a good time. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to do stand up again. I've missed it. I'm sick of being stuck in my dining room. Get me back in the studio and get me back on the stage. And speaking of a stage, if you want to see me in another stage, you want to look at my new podcast, The Serial Killing a Podcast. Bounce on over to my Patreon. There's now two tiers. There's a rider slice, which is £4.50 a month. You just get access to all the stuff I put out there. And once we get out of this fucking dining room, I've got a lot of other stuff I'm going to be putting there for the rider slice. Or if you just want to check the podcast content, you want the bonus episode every week and you want the Sly Guy or the Serial Killing a podcast. Sorry, you get the Sly Guy podcast early too, but, you know, whatever. That's only um, £1.50. So you get all the extra po- podcast food 
for that. And then Serial Killing the Podcast is my true crime comedy podcast where I get myself and another comedian on board at this stage and chat. Maybe when the first series is done after 12 weeks, I might look at other guests, might get some academics on and uh, show them up with my knowledge. And he said, show them off, do that too. Put them on a pedestal on a wee cake turner and just spin it around. Like, you know, R. Kelly does in a remix for Ignition video. It's the remix to Ignition. Like, why does he do that? And also, why does he piss on people and keep people hostage? Who knows? R. Kelly is an interesting character. You know, I wish him well. Um, so yeah, Patreon's a nice time. Get on over there. Lots of new patrons this week. Major shout out to all you guys. Welcome to the journey. Nearly said welcome. I nearly said welcome to the rise. That's just an Andy Malone thing. Anyone outside Northern Ireland listening to this is like, what are you talking about? But I am feeling good, brother. And that's all you need to know. Um, speaking of feeling good, um, I have another uh, review in the podcast this week. So I, when I saw there was a new review, I went, yes, I love a new review. We'll read it in the podcast. We'll have a nice time. Then I read it. <coughs> Pardon me. And it's from someone called Jorulu, which is a pretty sweet name. To me, it sounds like Maori or something. So Jorulu has um, titled this review as The, in capitals, Sea Swimmers Podcast. If you're an avid sea swimmer or you have an interest in it, then I thoroughly recommend this podcast. Dave has all the insider tricks and tips of this most exciting of hobbies. That's a personal insult to me, doing that. I am... I've made it very aware. You know what? I've I've been trying to think about it because I know there are some sea swimmers that listen to this podcast and may get offended. Here's the thing about that. First off, I don't care. Second off, be a sea swimmer. You know, be a sea swimmer by all means. Swim in the sea, do your thing, but just do it for the right reasons. You know, do it because that's what you want to do. You don't need to put it on social media. You don't need to post every time, every day. Oh, you go to the beach every day. Oh, you know, fucking cool. Oh, oh I'm going to jizz because I'm in the ocean. Oh, there's seaweed in my blurt. Oh, who cares? Do it. This is the problem. People do things with the motivation of going on social media. It's like, I'll do this too, but do it for you. If it's so great and so refreshing, do it for you. Hate that. Oh my God, it's so refreshing. I get in sea water and just let like, you know, all this fucking sewage just pumped into this shipping channel into my mouth and nose and eyes. So refreshing. Your mind and body feels great. Fuck off, you fucking patronising self-righteous, self-obsessed fucks that post about sea swimming. Just do it. Enjoy it. And if someone's like, what do you do today? Oh, I went for a swim in the sea. Nice one. Word of mouth. Posting about it. Now, did I go walking past the sea today and think to myself, hmm, wouldn't mind a dip? Yeah. Would I ever do it? Possibly. But would I ever post about it? No. So unless I get caught like a great white porpoise, there's no way people are going to know I've been a sea swimmer. Because I'm not going to tell people about it. I'm not going to say how great it is. For some people who maybe feel like shit. Some people are stuck in their house. Feeling wick. Not able to get themselves the motivation they need to go into the sea. And people are there being, it's so great. It's Shut up. Go sea swimming. And post it somewhere else. Fuck off. Off my timeline. With your stupid sea swimming. You fucks. 
All right. And you know what else I hope happens? I hope this whole, like, and again, it's just the obsession of things. One person does it. They're like fucking lemmings all off the end of the cliff. Fucking boom, 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 boom. Fuck off. I hope it transpires to be like something like the Atkins diet. You know, when that came out, everyone's like, listen, eat so much fat. It helps you lose fat, which does make sense in and of itself. Because if you eat fat, your body will not retain fat because you're giving it fat and therefore it'll burn the fat genius. Also down the line, you're like, yeah, Atkins is sweet. You lose fat, but you also cholesterol gets through the roof. You have a heart attack or a stroke. And they're like, ah, fuck. Yeah, you're skinny. But your heart's about to burst. You know, it's like, mm. you know, would you weigh that up? You'd be like, nah, I'd rather be fatter with a healthier heart, ironically. But I'd like it to be like that. I'd like it to transpire that sea swimming led to early aging. Like all that salt made you from like a big juicy fucking tomahawk steak into just a wee bag of biltong. That's what I like. People that are like 40, you know, coming out all fucking looking all 70 and all. Oh, I used to go sea swimming when I was 30. <coughs> Why are you coughing? Oh, because I swallowed so much jizz from the shipping channel. But why is there jizz in a shipping channel? Yeah, because people are enthusiastic about boats and have to whack off over the edge, don't they? <laughs> oh, I just hate it. And I love it. I love that I hate it because it makes me realise I'm an old man. It makes me realise I'm middle-aged and I'm happy with that. For too long... You worry when you're younger, but oh, do people going to be, are people going to like this, are people going to, who cares, do it for you, do it because you want to do it, you know, enjoy yourselves and be harbour bitterness because listen, it makes you feel good as well. Sea swimmers don't like you, cyclist clubs don't like you, hey, if you're a cyclist and you're on the road, cycle as fast as the speed limit or go fuck yourself. And then I saw another thing today that I, I drove past and I went, oh, I don't like that either. Was a dude running with a pram, like a proper, like, souped-up pram with, like, big, thick wheels to go running. And I was like, oh, you're just showing off, you multitasking fuck. Just look after your baby, put it to bed, and go out running at night like Richard Ramirez. That's what you should do. And hopefully you come across a load of sea swimmers as well. Cause the worst people... Not to mention, I think what actually annoyed me the f- worst about sea swimmers wasn't just everyone telling you how great it was. Everyone should do it. Oh my God. Heroin's sweet, apparently. Never tried it. But like, imagine you started just shooting up, being like, oh my God, it's so invigorating. Everyone should try it. And then like a week later, everyone's just fucking on gear eating their own face. You know what I mean? It's fucking stupid. But anyway, what annoyed me, first of all, was just people doing it. Not like knowledgeable swimmers. Going to swim in an area where they think the water's clean, not knowing about tides, not knowing about anything else, the rocks, anything else, during a pandemic where there's pressure in the NHS. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, you guys are selfish. But as long as you get to put your wee speedos on and get into the water with your wee GoPro and take your photos and put them on social media and be all like, aren't I cool because I go sea swimming? No. Whatever happened to catching your death a cold, hopefully that comes back, you know, because... <sighs> Sea swimmers. Why did some? Why am I being stalked by people every week? People messaging me about sea swimming. I try to let it go. I try to let it wash over me, but I can't. And that's where we are. 
And the Slag Eye Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped. And guys, listen, come out of quarantine with clean balls thanks to Lawn Mower 3.0. This waterproof and skin-safe trimmer will reduce next to your two best friends. Again, I've said it the last couple of weeks, Manscaped, why are your balls your two best mates? Get out more. Go and join us at a cycling club. Cycle down to the beach. Go sea swimming with all your new wee mates. And then get your wife to come down and give you the wee baby and a big fucking souped-up pram and run home, you twat. Anyway... It's time to freshen up your cock and balls with the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturiser. If you already put deodorant on your armpits, why are you not putting deodorant in the smelliest part of your body? Hey, your balls aren't the smelliest part of your body. Neither is your dick. Your a-hole is. But I mean, Manscaped have got a-hole deodorant as well, I'm sure, in development. Um, but listen, I do recommend Manscaped. The products are great. The Lawnmower 3.0 makes my pubic area look incredible. It's not just my grass out the back of my house that I've cut this week and it's not just out there that I'm erecting a slide because people are going to slide on. The, yeah, you get the point anyway. If you want to get some serious Manscaped gear, get to manscaped.com and use my code SLAGUY, all capitals, SLAGUY at manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping anywhere in the world. So if you're in fucking Kathmandu or Timbuktu or Enniskillen, you can get your balls shaved because nobody in any of those places likes a big muff. And I mean, seriously, I don't know what the deal is with pubes. I know what they're supposed to do according to like science and stuff, like they're there to protect and whatever. But like sometimes I see pubes in toilets, public toilets, work toilets, and I'm like, why is this pube 17 inches long? Why is this pube longer than cousin its hair what is going on why is it always thick and gray why is gray hair that thick i don't know get the lawnmower 3.0 over your dad pubes and get rid of them you know maybe leave a little crown around the top of the penis so it looks sexy get a prince albert do the works manscaped.com all caps sly guy and the sly guy podcast is also brought to you by modest beer i mean modest beer are on the rise modest beer are flying out of the shelves they're doing well of a new stout which by the way very sexy i do recommend a modest are an independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers and um, brewed and canned in hollywood county down my hometown my original hometown before banker before i moved to the sea i was like listen hollywood's fine but the banker beaches are better baby so that's what I did. I moved down there and people go see Park. I'll go, you know what? Fuck off. You're wrong because it's my opinion. But Modest aren't here to revolutionize the craft beer movement, but just simply to add to it with a brand that's joyous, responsible and honest. And if you're keen to know more, please do contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer. If you're having a swall, tag me, tag Modest and stick it in your story. We'll share the love. We'll have a really good time. We'll drink some Modest Beer. Cheers to a more promising 2021 with modest beer www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockist let's see what fucking questions there are this week why am i so grumpy i'm always fucking grumpy anyway let's see the questions owen kelly said hey daddy dave one week into being a car driving virgin guy and still having no luck with the ladies seems only the boys want to go for a drive and get ice cream for some reason would love some advice in pulling in the pandemic um you gotta have zoom sex i think you just gotta you know you just gotta get girls on the zoom you know probably not at the same time but if you're chatting up with someone be like listen can't be doing this because of corona like but if we're in the same room what would we be doing and like 
potentially what you should do is just you know get yourself worked up get the girl worked up get the boy worked up if that's what you're into listen we're all lovers in this show even though i hate everyone you know just get everyone get together just be like schwarzenegger and pumping iron if you're coming together it's crazy and um, you know just all come together and get on youtube and fucking fuck that subscribe button fucking ride the subscribe button that's what you need to do together on on youtube but also, basically, what you need to do is just get a big long-term plan. Like, people say that. What's your five-year plan? That you should have a five-year fuck plan to get your end away. Because you need to start now. You never know when lockdown land. Lay some groundwork, you know. Make sure there's a nice a nice trust, you know, between you and your partner. Make sure there's some sort of connection there. and then, Or or basically, you just are both horny consenting adults that want to ride and then just do it. You know, have a good time. Wear protection. Because I've... Then I didn't wear protection that one time. I had those two daughters, fuck's sake, five years apart, whatever. But yeah, I mean, above all else, and just do you. Like, the woman wants it's what's inside the counts, and I mean the car. You know, it's you being inside the car is what counts. Not the car, it's just the car is just bricks and mortar, even though it's not a house. You know, think about that. Daniel Toll has said, saw an intriguing debate that suggested if a person with a penis who identifies as a girl has her dick sucked by a guy then it's not gay because it's a girl's dick um oh i guess it's good alibi for any gay basher who's secretly gay themselves yeah i mean yeah it's interesting i think if you suck a flesh dick it's a bit gay like you know i mean there's nothing wrong with it, but I mean, in terms of what it is, you know, some things are pretty black and white, you know, so it's kind of like uh, things are a little bit and things aren't, but I mean, I think like, I don't, you got to be careful in this topic because people get annoyed about everything, but see, to be fair, if I sucked a girl, like, who even says the phrase, oh, I sucked a girl's dick? very odd you know very odd here's the thing see if you're getting into a debate about it you definitely need to do more with your day like if you're debating see if someone's like if it's the guy sucking a dick i mean just do what i do there can be no questions whether it's gay or not gay if you have a problem with that i mean if it was me and i was just listen i'm a young i was gonna say i'm a young free spirit you know, but I'm not an old married guy. I'd be like, listen, just I'd suck. You just suck guys, suck girls, do whatever you want. You know, just live life. Man, be a hippie. But I mean, avoid all question or error. Just eat ass. You know, do that. Just go past the the debate. That leave the genitals to the side. Just push them to the side or just block them and just eat ass. You know, wolf, wolf. Yum, yum. Put a wee fucking napkin on. Get your knife, get your fork and go to town on that brown. <laughs> and just go for it. Um... Andy Lee said, hope all is well in the Elliot compound. What's going to be the first thing that Papa Dave does when the world opens again? Will he jump back on the living life to the fullest? Maybe start a hike beast brand or become a National Trust ambassador? Or even just uh, start a position at Bebe Adriano's Mexicano's Chief Recipe Sampler? Also known as give us free food. Hallions officer. Well, you know what? Probably just get, get my baby in her pram. Jog down to the beach. Have a sea swim. Um... Post it on social media so I can patronise everybody and then just borrow a bike and cycle home. Um, now what I will do is probably just go for dinner. You know, go for dinner and drinks with my wife. 
go to a few pubs, have a bit of a pub crawl. I love that shit. Pub crawls are great, and I love to having a having a wee drink. Thing about it is, this might sound shocking to some people. I haven't touched alcohol this year so far. I haven't drank since Christmas, just because you know, been trying to do other things, i.e., not be hungover with a baby. But each their own. I can't wait till it's a nice sunny day. The beer gardens are open. The the crack is good. The beers are flowing. You know, it's just a good time. That's what look and stand up. I do want to get back in the clubs again. I was thinking about this week. Like I miss backstage at gigs. I miss just sitting, going over bits, saying, "Is this a good bit? Is this something?" You know, it's it's a nice time. Um, but for sure, once I get back in the studio and get my band to do a bit more bastard work and help me with stuff instead of just fucking editing a video for, you know, we'll get the hike beast brand out there. Uh, there's plenty of hike beasts out there that want to join the brand, uh, but I'm, we will make that happen. We will be releasing merch soon as well. We'll be getting the Hike Beast brand out there, the Physique Guy brand out there. We'll just have a good time. Everybody jump on it. Andy, get yourself the gear. Carl Brannigan has said, What's your take on Uncle Wayne getting engaged to that girl from the near the docks, Chloe Ferry? Keep up the good work, Big Davey. Yeah, I mean, is Wayne Lineker engaged to this girl, Chloe Ferry? I don't know. Um, Oh, wow. Just got an email about Binnis. Okay. Right. Wayne Lineker and Chloe Ferry. I mean, good luck to them if they're in love, you know. Um, big fan of Wayne Lineker. Uh, <laughs> he's my kind of guy. <laughs> um, Chloe Ferry upset as Wayne Lineker falsely branded pedo after fake engagement stunt. Oh, shocking. He blasts Wayne Lineker vast vile trolls for calling him a nonce over Claire, Chloe Ferry fake engagement. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, Wayne Lineker looks like he's be, he looks like a waxwork figure, you know. Wayne Lineker has blasted vile trolls for calling him a nonce after his fake engagement to Chloe Ferry. They said tongues wagging when they posed for a loved up ring photo along the captions. She said yes. And um, many were fooled by the snap before it was revealed to be a prank. <laughs> but the backlash has taken a toll on both of them, with Wayne calling it dreadful and Chloe reduced to tears. Wayne said on Instagram, I did the post and went fucking nuts. I did think people would understand it's a joke, but a lot of people congratulated me and felt it was really bad because these are nice people. Um, yeah, just guys, come on. I hope they do get married just to spite people. And if you're an internet troll, get a life too. Like, you know, fucking hell. Um, like, there's a lot of things I don't like. I do rant about it on this, but they go on someone's social media and go, oh, you're shit. Oh, no, you know when you're killing yourself, you're a nonce. No, I don't, because I'm not a fucking loser. All right. Ryan Goodwin, have you watched Jimmy Nesbitt's show Bloodlands? An excellent drama, but I can't help being reminded about a sketch that you and Shane did for the Belfast film. Every time I hear an actor not from Belfast attempt the accent, they nearly boke. It's hard to whack. Surely they should just hire local actors. Well, you know, they probably should do that. But then here's the thing too. You know what I mean? Acting is such a weird thing. Now, the people are the people forget to act as acting. You know what I mean? We can't have so-and-so in that role. These roles have to be cast by so-and-so, and you're like, well, no, if you're acting, it doesn't matter, like, Daniel Day-Lewis was a disabled person in my left foot, you couldn't have got 
an actual disabled person of that level of disability to play that role in a film because they would just physically wouldn't be able to do it. But then people would nowadays probably like, oh my God, it's disgusting that an able-bodied person's acting like that. Disgusting. Yeah. Daniel Day, tell Daniel Day-Lewis and one of his three best acting, ask, actor Oscars to fucking stick out of your ass. I don't know what I'm saying. The point being, maybe the actors that they wanted for this show are better. Maybe. I don't know enough about the scene. Maybe there are better actors who had to do accents than what we had locally. Maybe that's just it. But yeah, I definitely haven't seen Bloodlands, but I'm keen to watch it. A lot of people were slabbering about the accents, and then the last episode hit, and a lot of people are going, oh, shit. So I hopefully will we'll check that out. Speaking of, oh, shit, in fact, it's particularly, oh, out of it. Speaking of shit, Behind Her Eyes and Netflix, shit. First couple of episodes, decent. The end, shit. What a waste of my life that was. Um... <clears throat> Dempster has said, what is happening Dave? Interested to know your thoughts on people selling their own unwanted shite on Facebook Marketplace. I understand people maybe trying to gather a few quid, but see, seen this and thought it's gone too far. And, um, oh yes, Dempster sent me a video of basically just old, stinking brass. Horrible. I mean, there are a quid, to be fair, which is cheap. You know, if they should just sell them for perverts, be like, listen, warm bras, and say more than a quid, because perverts be like, oh, I'll give you 25 for a sniff of your armpit. Do that. Just stick them on and say, listen, sex pervert, buy, and you're guaranteed to sell it. A friend of mine actually was approached to sell his underwear to some guy, that, and he literally met the guy outside Queens. The guy was like, a buyer, by the way, it wasn't Shane Todd because everyone's going, Well, that was Shane. Nah, it was somebody else. Went and just sold his pants to the guy outside Queens, and it was a decent amount of money like a lot of money. And the guy from Queens just or outside Queens just bought it. So, I mean, just sell your gear as smelly pants and bras, and you make more money. I would say, <clears throat> Helen has said, Have I made it? And th- Helen, you're always trying to worry if you, you, you've made it. If the post is still up, you've made it in time. Um, if there was a front page story about you in the Sunday world, what would it say? Also, no paper reviews recently. <clears throat> Probably just lose my rag about something and start just wrecking the place. That'd be something I'm, I'm close to having a bloody breakdown, get so pissed off these days about things. Um, maybe just a drown to sea swimmer, I'd imagine, would be the main thing. Um, but also, no paper reviews. You know what? No, because the Sunday rundown was a lot of effort for you know people to you know people loved it but then some people don't follow me and be losing followers every week there's a lot of effort i need to get more followers so people will buy tickets to monster hall show 17th of december so make sure you get your tickets there and once that's sold out i can start doing the newspaper reviews again um joy maxwell said realistically do you think you could beat current day jackie chan in a fight yes or yes hand-to-hand combat only let's see how jay chan's getting on at the minute jackie chan you know what? Unless I look at him, I would highly doubt it because he's all—he's—he's he's a super fit guy, um, and he's only sixty-six now. He's not gonna fucking I think, unless I really hit him like on an, on like a really like a honeycombed osteoporosis bone or something. Yeah, 
or osteoarthritis or something. I don't know something to break his bones. Um, I I would have a fancy my chances, but to be honest, he'd probably still do me. The Booten Young terrorists. I mean, that's not a troll account I've ever heard one. I mean, whoa! It said, "Have you got a small willy?" Obviously, there's a certain somebody's got a new account. The guy kept asking me what favourite sex position is. you got a small dick? Yeah. My penis isn't what you would call large. It's functional. You know, it's done the job. I can pee from it. And I've got two beautiful daughters. So it's had its time. It's now going to sit above the mantelpiece. Like a samurai sword. Or, or probably more like a samurai envelope opener, to be fair. Um, but yeah, what a weird question to ask. Have you got a small willy? Judging by your profile, I'm not the only one. Phil McSee has said, Afternoon Davey, few questions this week. First off, what do you think the actual chances of DTRJ winning the US presidency is? It's The Rock, I think, probably could do it. I mean, yeah, I mean, Trump's been president, so The Rock could do it, absolutely. I don't think The Rock would want it, because who would want to go from being the richest man and movies to actually being a president not my cup of tea um, and secondly why did you call me Rob last week it creeped me out slightly as that's my dad's name I don't know I, I don't even, I didn't realise it did Rob <laughs> but no Phil I don't know I just maybe a slip of the tongue you know sometimes you can be you know the tongue can be somewhere and then it slips and you're in the shit so I apologise if I offended you major shout out to your dad Rob um, I'll try not to do that again and I just want to say listen guys that is um, the end of this episode a lot of negative energy I think this week a lot of positive energy a lot of mixture of feelings and emotions I'm angry I'm not in the studio um, I want to be back if you haven't already please rate and review the podcast subscribe to the Patreon to check out the Serial Killing a podcast a lot of fun lot of great response to that thank you to people who have uh, sent me messages saying they enjoy it i really do appreciate that and buy tickets to my ulster hall show and stop getting in the ocean and posting it on social media just do it do it for you not for us who hate y'all all right have a nice week bye 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 i'm the slack guy